What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Burnt Denim, the podcast where we spread knowledge and still passion and generate conversation surrounding the fashion and streetwear community. I'm your co-host, Nick. And I'm your other co-host, Max. And we're glad to be back with you again. Our last episode, we did the history of Levi's. Yep. So check that out yep, if yep. you haven't. And this is our second part of our shorter format podcast. And today we're going to be discussing a very controversial topic that has been mentioned throughout the media in the past few years. And a lot of people seem to avoid but at Burnt Denim, we're not here to avoid any tough questions. Yep. We want to dive right into them. Um, and so we would like to dive into a constructive conversation where we can actually present both points of view. And we're going to be doing Is It Justified and Asking for a Friend. But before we hop into that, we have a little mini segment we like to call Explain That Fit. Come on. So Nick, would you explain your fit, uh, yep. what you're wearing, where you got it, why you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting from the bottom going up, I am not wearing any shoes because mm. we're at my house. And it's comfy. Shoes. Come on. Cozy, cozy. But I am wearing some gray Nike socks. Simple, comfortable. Keep, Can't beat them. It's cozy, cozy. Right. Uh, moving up, I'm wearing some champion shorts. Okay. They're just super comfortable. I got them at Costco. Yes. I, think. I used to have the same pair. Um, Lost them. They're just simple. You can wear them with anything. Yes. Um, so they're just great for summertime. It's hot out here. It is hot. So it's just a good, like, plain, plain pair of shorts to wear. Yeah. And a vintage NWOT. It's a wrestling group, if you, you guys know, you don't know. know. Um, I bought it from a reseller in the Sacramento area. Um, just nice shirt, nice yeah. fade, nice distressing. Um, I used to watch Looks wrestling good. when I was younger, so it's like an emotional thing for me too. Aww. But it's it's cool. I like it. I like simple, too. plain, plain tee. Yeah, looks good. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm wearing right now. What about you? I am wearing starting from the bottom up as well. I'm wearing the Yeezy 350 V2 Butters. Uh, that's an important shoe to me because it's actually my very first pair of Yeezys in 2018. I think Dipped I got them. Dipped in butter. Dipped in butter. Some people don't like them. I like the bright colors, so they're important to me. Then I'm wearing. Uh, I've worn them before on the podcast, but the uh, Olive Minimal Cargos. Um, I bought them from someone on Grail. Just a great, you know, another pair of pants, light, not too hot. Um, then I'm wearing a vintage band tee from The Clash, which is a band. I flipped it inside out just to wear the black tee, but this was a gift from my dad, so I really like this one. Did you um, listen to The Clash before Stranger Things? Yes. No. <laughs> I listened to my dad. I grew up listening to classic rock. That's what my dad loves, so I would listen to The Clash. I would listen to all these different classic rock bands. So yes, I did. I wouldn't call myself a huge fan specifically. This is a gift from my dad, so it's important to me right. and I really like it. And then on my head, I'm wearing the 1825 wool hat from the 1825 conference. So shout out to Blake Vandermark for that. And Kelly, shout out you. For, we forgot to shout you out on the past couple podcasts. Kelly, we but love don't you. think we forgot. We love you, Kelly. We love you. We love you. You better be listening to this episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, today is very... Interesting. Yes. It's interesting. This Is It Justified is, like Max said, very controversial. And we know that this topic is very sensitive and personal for a lot of people. Right. So we want to make it clear we are not expressing our personal views at all right, right now. We are just giving you two sides of an argument to start a conversation. Right. And we've made it clear ever since we first started Burnt Denim that it does not end with us. Burnt Denim is a community thing. So this is just us starting the conversation. We want to continue the conversation and move forward. Yes. So we'll be posting a picture on Instagram uh, where we want your feedback. We really do. We, we want you need to get the conversation right now. Yes. Uh, especially regarding what this is. Um, and it, it since it is very sensitive and converse, controversial, a lot of people would shy away from it. But again, like Max said... At Burnenum, we don't want to back away from anything. We do want to be ones that uh, 
set the stage for a larger conversation in the community. Yeah. Um, especially since I feel like this is so necessary mm-hmm. and so it's so untalked about. Yeah. But it's so like at the forefront of like conversations right now. So yeah. I, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce it. Today we are talking about is it justified to wear clothing from another culture? Yes. Or in other words, is it cultural appropriation? Yes. So I know this is very again sensitive for a lot of people. So if there is dialogue through Instagram, we're okay with you sharing personal stories and how it is sensitive for you. However, we don't want to be bashing or negative right. towards other people. Yes. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, regardless if it is different than yours. So please be polite, be gentle, be civil. Uh, we're yes. just trying to have a conversation. Everyone is learning on their own. Um, everyone is in their own development with their personal style and their own opinions on this. So let's you know, be constructive with yes. what we talk about, not just roasting people for thinking something else. Yes. So with that being said, again, me and Max are presenting two extremes of an argument, mm-hmm. not necessarily representing where we stand, but we do want to expose you guys to the full conversation that's yes. being had. Yes. So again, is it justified to wear clothing from another culture? Is it cultural appropriation? Max, do you want to start us off? Yes. So as Nick said, um, we feel like when this is talked about, whether it's in the media or something else, it's uh, immediately someone will say it and people get angry. They start yelling at each other. Right. We don't want that. We want this to be a good conversation. I think this is something that can be talked about in a civil manner and you can have differing opinions, but we can still come together to the table and have respect for each other. So I'm going to be argue. Um, I think you can wear clothing from other cultures. I don't think it's cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation is actually defined as the adoption of certain elements from another culture without the consent of people who belong to that culture. So we're specifically going to be talking about uh, clothing right. and style. Um, you know, there's a lot of other aspects of right, like this hair, comes hair, hair styles and um, things like this. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're trying stick to stick to within the bounds of clothing. Yes, so I think, first of all, I don't, completely agree with the idea of cultural appropriation because I think it's so broad. I think when you have to have the consent of a culture, I think that's hard to define because who is the spokesperson for a culture, right? So when you are wearing clothing from another culture, it says, uh, you know, you have to gain the consent of the people who belong to that culture. How how can you go about designing something, first of all, that doesn't pull from another culture? Because I think all design has to pull from a certain culture that can't simply stay within its own culture because that constricts creativity, first of all, because you're going to have to stay within your own culture or else you'll get canceled, as they say, in cancel culture. And also, who is to say that the culture approves or disapproves? Who is the spokesperson? So that's my first point. Is I don't think I think you can wear clothing from other cultures because there's not one spokesperson for that culture. Some person may agree with it. Some person may disagree with it. So I don't think it's culture appropriation. Secondly, I think it's a it's a sign of respect. I think it's a sign of respect when you wear clothing from another culture. And first of all, I want to put a caveat on that though. If you're wearing it as costume, you're wearing it to mock or make fun of, I don't think it's justified. I want to say that straight off the bat. If you're wearing um, whatever it is and you're mocking that culture outright or blatantly, I don't think that's justified. But I think that when you do wear clothing from other uh, cultures, that it is justified because it pays respect. I think of you think of traditional African clothing, um, you know, dashikis, I think mm-hmm. they're called, which is, you know, that African pattern of, you know, bright colors and very cool, intricate designs. I think that's flooded American culture today. 
And even people outside of African-American heritage have been wearing it. And I don't think it's disrespectful. I think that it pays respect to that. And you appreciate the style behind that. When I see one, I appreciate the style that went into that. I appreciate the design that went into that. I appreciate the colors. I appreciate the heritage behind it. And I enjoy it. Um, or whether it's with a kimono. I know that's been a huge topic of debate is a lot of women wearing kimonos, whether I think Nicki Minaj or Kim Kardashian, these huge you know, pop culture icons have worn yeah. them. And I don't think it's necessarily wrong because I think they are seeing, they appreciate the design behind it and they're even, you know, adding to it on their own. I don't think they're trying to override that culture. I think they're adding to, you know, the history behind it and, and appreciating it. Um, and, and, and another thing I think is important too is a lot of the cultures that may be dying that aren't as relevant today um, that may you know, may not be seen in the spotlight when these designs come to the forefront and people wear them, it almost revitalizes that culture. It almost mm -hmm. revitalizes that almost lost design. And so you may see a design that that may be fading away. And then when it's worn in pop culture or people wear it, it, it can respect and revitalize that culture. And um, one story that I think of that was actually last year, pretty recent, was Dior did a capsule, did a collection that was paying respect to the female Mexican equestrians. So it was larger dresses with this blue, um, you know, stitching on them, wider dresses, and it was uh, paying respect to the Mexican equestrians. And the whole contra uh, controversial point behind it was Jennifer Lawrence mm -hmm. wore it, right? And people were saying that's cultural appropriation. She's white. She shouldn't be wearing that. It should just be the, you know, she shouldn't be the face of it. And I have a problem with that because one, a majority of the lookbook for Dior was actually Mexican women in Mexico who wore that, right? Mm -hmm. And the only reason Jennifer Lawrence wore it was because she at the time, I don't know if she still is today, but she at the time was the face of Dior. She was their main like model. She was their main, you know, like celebrity, uh, celebrity endorser, right? And so she wore it because it was one of their new collections. So I don't think she was trying to overtake that culture. I don't think Dior was trying to, you know, take over that culture. Mm -hmm. I think that it's just because she was the main person at the time, they're obviously going to put their new collection on her. And they also made sure to pay respect to the Mexican equestrians and to that heritage as well by including the majority of the photo shoot with the Mexican women wearing, you know, those those outfits. And um, yeah, I don't know. I see you see a lot of uh, Asian influence too uh, with, you know, like I said, with kimonos or with like Han Dynasty era Chinese dresses. And I think that's cool to be able to use that. I think what, what's beautiful about America is that it's this melting pot of cultures. Although we have issues like today we're working through, um, we are such a diverse country with so many different cultures, whether it's Mexican, whether it's African-American, whether it's European, whether it's Asian, we have, you know, all of these mix. And I think that's what's beautiful about America is that we can bring all these styles together and we can wear them together because America is a diverse country that's a melting pot. So those are my opening arguments that I think you can wear these cool, uh, clothing from other cultures because it pays respect and it allows for more creativity and it kind of adds to this melting pot idea of what America is supposed to be. Um, and whether we're there yet or not, you have to decide. But um, I think the diverse styles from different cultures helps us improve as this country that appreciates multiple cultures. Right. Um that's interesting. I, I'm going to go on the other side and say that no, it is not justified to wear uh, clothes that are from another culture. But I'm I'm going to step back a little bit and not go to the, string, to the extreme where you can never wear right. anything. Right. That's, because, yeah. because at that point, it's like, unless you are 
of that specific culture, right. there's no sort of influence you can pull from that. Yeah. So, for example, if you're like a white person from like Ireland, then you can only wear clothes that were developed in Ireland. Yeah. Right. That's so so limited and not practically or functional. Yeah. Um, because again, like you're saying, like so many cultures blend together. However, I, I'm going to go with the extreme, like very specific cultural items. Okay. Um, that do hold some sort of significance. Okay. Um, like socially within those groups. Okay. So I would say that it is only appropriate to wear something of another culture when you are specifically showing appreciation. Okay. Or using it for education and always acknowledging the origin behind mm. it. Okay. I think there are two, two main reasons why I would say not um, because we say it's like these big brands or luxury brands or corporations showing appreciation. However, a lot of the time, the ideas and designs that they are grabbing influence from, and I say that in quotations because it's like, in a way, them stealing their intellectual property. Mm. Um, I'd say that they're doing that, taking it from groups that are marginalized and oppressed and are at a lower like economic or social standing, so they have no sort of way to profit or build capital for themselves. And mm. then these big brands take from that and kind of mass market it while leaving those smaller uh, cultural communities left hmm. in um, like low economic and social situations. Okay. Um, and then they're just kind of profiting like off, off of them, okay. you know? So I, I think that's kind of like unfair and it's wrong. It's taking advantage of them. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes too, a lot of brands can kind of do this in a way to like mock other brands in a way or kind of just like capitalize on them. So uh, another thing too, my second point with this all is that a lot of times these specific cultural clothing items mm -hmm. have social significance within those cultures. Okay. For example, like the, the dashiki, like it, it represents something more than just like, oh, it's cool. Like fabric, it's cool. Like design and colors, uh, kimonos—they like represent something. Um, I know years ago, uh, Victoria's Secret had a runway model who wore a Native American chief headdress in order to be a sexy Indian. You know, that's a sacred, sacred uh, like artifact, mm. and it's disrespectful to use that in such a profane way. And on top of that, it like hypersexualizes a specific culture. And if you know like a lot about like Native Americans, you know like they like don't get the best like respect right, in um, right. America with where they are like standing socially for the most part. Right. Um, and for Victoria's Secret to kind of take that and monopolize on their culture without paying them any respect. Like I wouldn't consider that respect at all. I would consider that like hypersexualization, like manipulation and stealing their kind of like property in a way. Mm -hmm. And it also too creates oversimplifications of what a culture is like. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it misrepresents these groups and it creates character caricatures to where it's like, if you are part of this group, this is what you look like. You know, and, and it's not just like Native Americans. Uh, I want to say it was Gucci, I think. Don't hold me to it. Right. But they had a um, someone wear, wear a Sikh turban on mm. the runway like yeah. that represents 
like their religious beliefs and it has like significance for that culture. So when you wear that, it kind of takes away from, takes away from that. Okay. Um, or there's another controversial one of, of a high school girl. She's, she was a white girl that wore a Chinese traditional dress to her prom. Hmm. Um, and that like dress in specific really represented like women's like liberation and kind of like very specific social things like in the Chinese culture. And it kind of took away from that when she like just wore it as like a costume in a way that you can say or something like so casual. Hmm. Uh, so I think it kind of minimizes the social significance and importance of those artifacts and those designs, when we wear them in such a casual way, I don't consider that showing appreciation. Mm. And also, too, when you're mentioning, like, who is the gatekeeper for culture? Like, who can decide, yes, it is appropriate. Like, when can you wear it? One, you definitely aren't, whoever it is. Like, you cannot superimpose yourself on a culture and say, yes, I can wear this because, you know, none of you, none of you guys have an organized representative to tell me who. Because in a way, that itself is kind of like oppressive because it's saying you as an individual have a right to that culture right over it if if that makes sense to where like you have a stake and you are in a way dominant over them okay so there's there's that aspect too but also like if you're not invited or if you are not given consent to that it's like disrespectful and um violating i'd say even in a way um there i mean there are certain situations to where I'd say if you are invited into it, then it is okay. Like if you're invited to a, a wedding where everyone is wearing a certain like. So it has to be, you're saying thing. it has to be situational. Right. It's, it's definitely a situational thing and it's definitely not up for you to, you to decide for those outside of that culture. That culture needs to invite you in as a part of it because those specific items are representative of larger social, um, religious. Yeah. Um, things. So right. for you to claim that for your own without consent is almost in a way like oppressive because it's saying you deserve it. You are more dominant. They have no right to tell me what I can or cannot wear. Okay. Uh, especially when those, and especially even too, like I was saying too, when big brands kind of um, monetize it and sell it as their own without giving any, you know, economic or right. social compensation to those groups that do struggle. Yeah, I I see where you're coming from on certain parts with mocking religion. Like I I don't agree with the Victoria's Secret, you know, thing. I I, I see where you're coming from there, but I have a few problems with the idea of. I think a lot of it is there's almost a double standard, especially when it comes to American culture too, because in our previous episode we talked about how jeans, blue jeans, are strictly an American. There's no question, you know, they weren't developed, they were developed in San Francisco. They were developed for miners, American miners in the time. They were de developed, it's the center of American culture. You think of blue jeans, you think of American culture, but then you see all around the world where people are wearing blue jeans, people are wearing this, and I, and I have a question of, is there a double standard to where we almost turned a blind eye to that, but when it's something more extravagant, when it's something mm -hmm. more like a dress, a colorful dress, or a dashiki that's very colorful, or a headdress, or an equestrian dress we looked at with the Dior, when it's something that's way more loud and bright, then we have a problem with it. But when it's something as simple as blue jeans, we don't see that as cultural appropriation. And so that's where I have a problem with the double standards. I think it gets really messy when you try to say, 
while this person is appropriating another culture, while this per person is not appropriating another culture. And I think we also can generally throw on, well, oh, it has religious significance or it has specific cultural significance where we don't actually dive into, well, what is that religious significance and why can't this person wear it? And, and, and I'm not advocating for people mocking another person's religion either, but um, I think that when we get into the depths of you know, well, this person can't wear this, even though there's not a gatekeeper for that culture, they have no right to wear this. I just don't, that doesn't make sense to me, one. And it also, I think, as I said before, and I'll go back to it again, it lessens the opportunity for creativity and for exploration within fashion. And I think um, that, again, there should never be any blatant disrespect, but I don't think that you have to, you I think you can still wear something from another culture without the main motive behind it being appreciating that culture. Not that you are trying to tear it down, not that you don't appreciate the culture, but I think that if you wear something from another culture and the motive always has to be you're appreciating that culture, then it never allows you to just wear it casually. It never allows you to explore your creativity. It never allows you to customize something yourself because if we couldn't, if we had to leave everything to, to tradition, if we had to leave everything to preserving its original form, then there would be no development. There'd be no evolution in, in, in fashion. And I think that yes, when you take something from another culture and you modify it yourself, you shouldn't try to drown out the significance behind it. But I think you can also play with those silhouettes. I think you can also play with those ideas. We see it on the runway. We see it with modern cre uh, creators that aren't just white, but they're, you know, they're European mm -hmm. or they're a Virgil Abloh who's African-American or they're um, even Japanese designers um, like behind CDG and things like that where they can take something from another culture, tweak it to their own cu culture and it's appreciated. And I think that we just have to be careful when we get into the depths of what is cultural appropriation and is cultural appropriation even necessarily a bad thing in the sense of, um, you know, wearing something from another culture. I think it just gets too complicated. I think it gets too who is the ultimate voice in that? I think it, again, limits creativity. And I think there are just so many double standards when it comes to American culture as well, where anybody can steal from that, but American culture can't steal from other cultures. I think it's this dangerous double standard that we've set up. Um, right. So I'll, I'll make a couple points and then I'll kind of let you close it off. I, I feel like with American culture and with the blue jeans in specific, the reason a lot of people in other cultures wear those is more so for function. Right. And if someone is wearing a Native American headdress or they're wearing a dashiki or they're wearing a turban, it's not out of function for them. It's out of, you know, the aesthetic of them wearing it because it looks cool. And it so often like minimizes, you know, the social significance for those people um, and those social groups. And also when, um, what was I got? I was going to make a point. Well, uh, you were talking <laughs> about, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost as if it's intellectual property in a way. When a group takes something, it's not so much influenced, but it's almost like stealing their intellectual property for their own. Like what would be the difference between like one designer copying an, another, another designer versus one designer copying, copying a oppressed social group that can't fight back and can't like do anything legally to protect their culture. Like I, I consider that being like similar things, like 
stealing intellectual property from another person in another group. So those are like the main clothing closing okay. reasons that I'd have. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's different when it's on a runway. I think if they're blatantly stealing a design, then it's different. But when we're talking about wearing it, like a casual you or I wearing something, I don't think it's the same because I don't think we're stealing intellectual property at the point because we're not designing. So yes, maybe when it comes to runway, when it comes to designers, if they're not paying respect, then there could be a problem. Then there could be a stealing of intellectual property to profit off of you know marginalized groups. But I think that when you're wearing it casually as a person, if I went thrifting and I found, for example, um, something from another culture or something that maybe isn't traditionally American, whatever it is, I think that I can wear it and it's not cultural appropriation. It's not because I, I found out that a lot of times, whether it's media, whatever it is, they don't have a problem with the average person wearing it. It's when a celebrity or when a corporation wears it is where they have a problem. And I think, you know, they're coming from a place of, well, they're profiting off this, well, they do this. Well, if they actually cared about the central idea behind a cultural appropriation, then they wouldn't just care when a famous person do it. They would care when an average person did it as well. And that's not talked about either. I mean, and, and I understand that because they may not have as much following, they may not have as much this, the average person, but it's still, they should have the same reaction to the average person wearing it as they should to a corporation, to a runway, to a celebrity having it because the ideal behind it is what they should stand for. And I, I think they don't actually care about it. I think it just generates conversation. It generates, you know, clickbait. But I think when the average person is wearing these things, it can be worn as appreciation and it can be worn to respect that culture without that even being the main motive behind it. And overall, in closing, I just think that it isn't cultural appropriation. I don't think it's wrong. I think it allows for creativity. It allows for an expansion of ideas. It allows you to venture out from your own culture. As I talked about before with this melting pot idea of American, if we just wore what we have or if we stuck to traditional American items, then I think that's limited and pretty boring in my opinion because i think some of the most creative some of the most groundbreaking some of the coolest designs come from other countries outside of the u.s i think um so i think when we wear things from that culture it allows us to have more conversations surrounding that culture too like we're having now i think when you wear something mm -hmm. it, it allows to generate a conversation just outside of american influence but to actually appreciate other cultures to appreciate other designs from other cultures it allows us to expand our view of what fashion is, not just from a, uh, an American perspective, but to actually create a constructive conversation and generate new ideas from other cultures. And I think it just allows for just a further appreciation of what other cultures have done, what they've designed, and, and just allows uh, you to build your own fashion journey and, um, I don't know, create, create a larger conversation than just look at this cool shirt. So. Yeah. So I, I think sort of the overall conclusion uh, that we're coming to is it really depends. Yep. Uh, one, it depends on where you buy it from, buying it from going on a trip somewhere and buying it from Japan versus buying too, it yeah. from Dior or something like that. Going Where you buy it from, sort of you getting invited into the into the culture, um, sort of your intention behind it, sort of behind the item itself, if it has like some sort of social or religious mm -hmm. significance, it, it depends. It depends. Um, and, and like we said, we are just giving two sides of an argument. We're not necessarily representing what we believe within this. We want to push forward the conversation. Yes. Burnt denim is not ending with me and Max. It is a community thing. So we need your feedback on this because we yes. believe 
that we don't have all the answers we don't. and we don't represent everyone. Yes. So we want your feedback on this so we can sort of push forward the conversation and kind of help the fashion community as a whole sort of mellow out and balance out and come to somewhat of an agreement on mm-hmm. this conversation. Um, so be looking it, out for the post. Be looking out because it's so it's so big. It's, yeah. it's beyond us. It's bigger than us. Um, and, and we're just here to ignite that, to be a catalyst for conversation, to be a catalyst for positivity. I During this corona lockdown time, there's been so much negativity on racial tension, on political, uh, you know, issues on, you know, even COVID issues. There's so much negativity happening and we want to be a catalyst for positive conversation. And there's a, there's a lack of dialogue. There is a lack of dialogue. It's yelling at each other. It's tearing each other down. It's not, here's what I believe. And I respect your belief as well. So that's what we want. Right. Sweet. So, so again, we'll be posting something on our Instagram at burnt denim. Uh, if you can go on that post and share your feedback to that, if you can like and repost it so we can yeah. include as many people we in the conversation We want the biggest dialogue. So please repost um, it to your story right. if you can. Um, and just to end today, we just have a you know two quick questions um, just to end today. And that's uh, we're going to hop into our asking for a friend segment. So we posted to our Instagram and got some feedback on uh, what you guys want to hear. And what, be looking out for that post too. When we post asking for a friend, what do you want to know about? We really do listen to your questions and we right. really do want to answer them. So answer when we put it on our story and we can shout you out. Um, so this week, our first question is from our friend Isaiah Allred. And his question is, is it okay to cross brand? Cross which brand. means like, you know, wearing Nike with Adidas or wearing two different brands together. Right. So blatantly. You so know. blatantly. So I would say it, one, depends on the brands. If it's a high fashion brand, like if you're wearing like Gucci with Louis Vuitton, um, I'd say that's more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, also depending on how much of the brand it is showing, if it's yeah. like complete Louis Vuitton monogram and Gucci monogram, yeah, like I wouldn't wear those together. Yeah. Um, but if it's like, you obviously can wear like Levi's with a right. different brand t-shirt, right. you know? So I think it kind of depends on also how much the brands compete with each other mm-hmm. and how much the branding is on those articles of clothing. Yeah. When it comes to... The big thing that people have is Nike and Adidas. That's the yeah, that's biggest the huge thing. one. Yeah. What I would say, for me personally, is that socks with shoes, no. Yeah. I would say pants with shoes is a little more acceptable, in my opinion. Yeah, and what do you mean by that? It's like a Nike socks with like a Yeezy or an Adidas shoe, or like Nike pants with Adidas shoe, or right. vice versa. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what I would say. It it kind of depends, but f- I'd say generally, yes, it is okay unless it is two pieces that are like one one article that like complement each other. Okay. You know, like socks and socks and shoes. That's the biggest thing for me. Okay. For me, I am also I'm okay with cross branding. I think you should wear what you want, but I agree with Nick in terms of if it's very loud, like if it's Nike print all over and then Adidas all over. Um, of course you can wear what you want. Uh, will it look the best? It will not look good. No. I, I don't think that two very loud branded pieces look well. I uh, like good, look good together. I think if you are wearing a Nike something and it doesn't really have a lot of logos or you're wearing whatever brand it is and it doesn't have a lot of logos and it's just a piece, a staple piece, right. you can wear as many different brands as you like together if they don't have branding all of them. It, it comes down to when you have clothing that has branding very blatantly on it or very obvious 
and you wear two brands, I don't think it looks very good together because you're kind of send, sending a mixed message. Because I know a lot of people are very brand loyal. Mm-hmm. And so when you wear things like that, it's like, oh, what are you wearing? It just doesn't look good with a lot of logos. I don't generally like a lot of clothing with logos anyway, um, in general. Yeah. Um, shoes is different, but yeah, so I'm also, I wouldn't do it so much unless it's very, you know, muted and it's just a shirt with not really any branding on it. So yeah, I, I'd be looking out for clashing logos um yeah yeah so our next question is from oh voice crack (laughs) my next question is from mckenna skinner she asks us uh what is your opinion on sweater vests Hmm. i like this one my opinion on sweater vests i personally don't like them that much (laughs) uh i know a lot of knitwear sweaters you know those um kind of like Bare Knuckles is a company. They do these, yeah. you know, kind of distressed sweaters, and that's very in to you know stitch stuff. Um, that's very in, but sweater vests, I don't really like. They seem a little tacky to me. Um, I I wouldn't. You wouldn't really catch me wearing one personally. Uh, I think you know there's certain people who can definitely pull it off, but as a general overarching general thing, I do not think they look very good. Yeah, I was going to say that until I just thought of this. Okay. I was going to say no, like they don't look good, but the Dior Jordan catalog. Oh no. Where I want to say it's Travis Scott had like the Dior sweater vest. I thought that looked good. So I think it all depends on the occasion that you're going to. I'm looking it up Um, right now. The occasion that you're at. Oh. See, but like with the Dior Jordans, with that, mm. like it would look. Oh, I that. Think it look good. Yeah. So the complete thing. Hmm. So, but then again, he's not wearing like anything under the sweater vest, so it's more so like a tank top. Um, we'll we'll post a picture so you guys can kind of get an idea. But I would say I think it looks good in that, but also that's very limited to what occasions you can wear it with. So generally, I'd say no. If you can pull off sweater vests, then you got the drip. Shout out this, to you. I appreciate it. Sorry, this Dior sweater vest is going for $5,000 on Grailed. So someone has to want it. Okay, yeah, people want it. I think at that point, Nick, you're a high beast. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> no, in general, I, I don't really like them that much. But uh, if you can pull it off, go for it. But I think in general, you get a full-length sweater. That's what I'm going to say. Right. And yeah, don't get a tacky. I don't like like the crisscross like diamond kind of pattern. I like if it's just bare or if it has a cool graphic on it. I really like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I need it looks to preppy it. to me. There, it looks very preppy. There's a picture of me at my freshman year prom and I'm wearing a sweater vest with the diamonds. Hey, let I us know if you it. want to see that. Uh, 100 likes and I'll post it. <laughs> um, I have to. I got to find that. Hey, we'll find it. But anyway, that was asking for a friend. Thank you, Isaiah and McKenna, for your questions. Be looking out for our next post when right. we want to hear your questions because we truly want to get feedback from you all and answer your questions because we will. We will not skip over them. We will make sure to answer them. So be looking out for that. Right. So if you listen this far again, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please Mm -hmm. like this episode, repost it, share it if you can. so we can we can spread this conversation further than just us yeah uh because we believe it's important it's important to us it's important to so many different cultures it's important to you guys that's why you're listening yeah so please 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 like share whatever you can to get the word out about this we'd appreciate so much um and other than that we'll be 
continuously coming up with new content uh we're gonna be sticking to this new format so I like hopefully it. it's a lot better for you guys again please give us feedback we mm -hmm. want to be able to cater to your guys's needs just as much um so yeah other than that we love you guys stay tuned for another episode coming soon peace